Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rewind by Affinity Streaming Podcast. I am Contrell, joined as always by Charlie. How are you, Charlie? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing? Great. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Today's Rewind, we're doing Batman and Robin, 1997, uh, rated PG-13, runtime of two hours and four minutes, and the spoilers are ahead. Uh, before we get started, uh, please grab our attention on on our socials. Subscribe on YouTube. We are Instagram on Instagram, Facebook. We are at Affinity Streaming Podcast. Um, all right, Charlie. So let's kick some ice and get right into this movie. Uh, it was directed by Joel Schumacher for Warner Brothers. Streaming currently streaming on Max, starring George Clooney as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Eleven percent critics. 14% audience and a 3.6 on film affinity. Yeah, I think that's we, well deserved. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we've done uh a few movies now, Charlie, and I've only apologized for one and that was Palo Alto. But I'm also wow. going to apologize for this one. Uh Palo Alto was just a little odd and with like dislikable characters, but that was kind of its point. You know? Okay. Yeah, but uh, this is the this is only the second time, like an hour into the movie, I'm like, I want to turn this off, and I hope Charlie doesn't hate me for this. But uh, yeah, I was like an hour in, I was like, I was like, oh wow, well, I'm ready to wrap this up, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> an hour left. I was like, oh fuck, I was like, oh god, I just checked. I, I was like 40 minutes, like I felt like an hour ago. So is this a first watch or a rewatch for you, Charlie? Um, I don't know what to call it. It's another one that I was like on TV sometimes on good old TNT, but <laughs> Yeah. At some so, I ever sat down and just watched through the whole thing in one go, you know. Right. So I actually saw this in the theater. Yeah. Um I remember not hating it as much as I hated it this watch. Yeah. Um but I did want to rewatch it again. Just it's on my list of just things I want to rewatch. Yeah. Um, so that's why I chose it. Um, I just wanted to just to, to go through it again to see if yeah. I would to like it better it was, or worse. Yeah, to see if it's really as bad as people say. And, yeah, because yeah. people talk about it all the time. I just want to, and it was as bad as people say. Yeah, I mean, like, from, I, was, I was curious too because like. Yeah, I mean, I saw it when I was seeing it on TV. I was like a kid, and kids don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, you read about it and you hear about how like terrible it is, and like I, I would see like little bits and scenes and be like, I don't know, it's like, yeah, it doesn't look great, but it can really be that bad? No, it kind of is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I mean, from opening scene, it's immediately cringy. Yeah. With, um, the with suit up. bad jokes and the suit up and the yeah, bat nipples, like, yeah, the bat nipples that everyone complains about the the zoom in on the butt too. I was like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing? And the doing, chicks dig chicks dig the cars. Like, come God, on, dude, man. He, Robin in this movie, he comes off so whiny and douchey. Yeah, like both at the same time. It's just like, man, why? Is he supposed to be cool? Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you think that their goal was with him? I thought that, I think they wanted it to be like a 15 year old boy, but they got yeah. like a 25 year old man. I think yeah, okay. if it was like He's some 15 year old. 
Yeah, no, he's supposed, supposed to be in college because the other what, girl, Barbara, that girl was in college. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, supposed to be at the same age. So, like, but I feel like they wrote it for like a fifteen-year-old boy to be yeah, all like cars and, and girls. It, like written, it feels like it was written by like sixty-year-old men who don't know what cool, like what the cool kids do. So that's what they just. I don't know. That's what they assume. It's like, oh, yeah. my kids talked like this like thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> They they still yeah. do that, right? <laughs> yeah, they and they still do that. Uh, I think it was the screenplay was written by like some guy, uh, Akiva Goldsman, and apparently he went on to win a, a Oscar for something. I don't know what. Shit, um, really? I think I read that somewhere. He won like an Oscar for something. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, but uh, yeah, he wrote the screenplay, and they wanted him to come back. And he didn't. Um, so, thank goodness. Well, no one that. did, I guess. This was like the last of that. Yeah, this this killed the the Batman franchise, like from a, as it was then, from the yeah. Tim Burton era. It just killed the yeah. killed the franchise. Um, so we're not gonna go through this movie and talk about. Uh, the plot like we normally do because it absolutely yeah. made no sense. Yeah, we'll just... there's some. It's like the basic plot is like they're. Well, shit. Okay, what's the basic plot? <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, Mister Freeze wants. Mister Freeze wants to cure his wife. Mister Freeze wants to cure his wife. There's a. There's a. This. Okay. I think the issue, the main issue with this movie, there's so many different like plots and subplots going on that it's kind of hard to like keep track like you can keep track but it's kind of hard none of them really like go anywhere they barely and like none of them have time to develop so like let's let's go through them mr freeze wants to cure his wife so he's stealing diamonds uh poison Poison ivy wants wants to kill all the humans uh robin is upset at batman because he's not being treated as an equal uh alfred is dying um what else is there oh bruce is bad girl yeah yeah, Bruce is having a hard time like opening up to his family and connecting and maybe getting married or something because he doesn't really want to. To to Elle McPherson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Batgirl who's appearing. Um I feel like I'm missing something. I think I think you covered it all. Okay. okay. Batgirl. And it's just all these things. And and Bane. Of- Bane, who was like Well Bane's just, just yeah, Bane's a just throw in. He's just a driver what, for Poison Ivy. Travesty for a character, yeah, <laughs> just to make him bad. like a a grunting zombie. Uh, yeah. yeah, I totally forgot that Bane was in the movie. Um, yeah, I remembered, but I didn't remember him being that horrible. Just he's just the whole time he's just kind of grunting and moaning. He's just like a mindless zombie, basically. Yeah. Oof. Um, I was glad to see that his creator, like, uh was played by John Glover, um, yeah. Dr. Dr. Woodrow. Um, John Glover is a favorite of mine from Smallville. Okay. I don't know if you've yeah. ever, you're not as yeah. big as Smallville yeah. guy, but. Yeah, so, uh, like, so too, many, too many plot threads going on. And, lots like, of plot threads. the movie, they like barely get developed or, or like, and then when the scenes, there'll be some scenes like, oh, like this Mr. Freeze sitting with his wife, his like frozen wife, but it's like, a minute long and it's like undercut by like some stupid joke while he like shoots the guy like he freezes the guy yeah. yeah yeah it's like man just let it 
give something I, I don't know like i think there's some there's some like i don't want to say good stuff but like the stuff with like robin and batman like that can be interesting that can go somewhere yeah. like maybe it could have been interesting cut, yeah yeah without the whole out. pheromone thing in it it could have been interesting yeah it was already it was already fine like that you know trying to robin trying to like be an adult and batman not trusting him Although Batman not trusting him, like, why would you turn off his, like, motorcycle? Yeah, like, it seems like that would kill him. Yeah, that would seem like way more likely. And where was Mr. Freeze, like, going? Like, the whole point was to jump to the roof of this building? Like, then what? It just seemed like a dumb escape plan, like, driving down the statue. Like, plan. it was just dumb. They wanted him, the movie wanted him to jump, and so he jumped uh, off. yeah. Job okay, I'll say the build. Okay, the build the the building looks very cool though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The starting building, it's like this giant building. Uh, I guess you'll post a picture of it, but they're like it's like holding like the actual observatory up. Yeah, and has like the fingers out for him to make as a ramp yeah, for him to jump yeah. jump on. The build, the build, uh, like, so like the, his vision of Gotham is pretty interesting. Yeah, the the yeah it was it was it's very, very unique. It's interesting and unique. Yes, I don't know I, I, I that was one of the things I did enjoy about the movie yeah. is, is some of the visuals. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that like diamond enhanced lasers could keep you cold though. It was like a kind of dumb. I yeah, need diamonds he's just, because it's mostly just like throwing them into the compartment. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just like oh, drop them in here. Yeah, the lasers yeah. enhance them. Is all they said. So yeah, and he I has like one he, of those like. Disco ball light things with diamonds. In it. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? Those like colored things where you like turn on the lights and they have all yes. the colored lights. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and the movie had just no regard for like the DC history, the DC lore. It was just no. I mean, all I over think the place. They, they make some allusions to Mister Freeze's backstory, like we said with like Nora. And I, I think they were. I mean, this was all because like that was developed in the. Animated series, in like right, right. Earlier, the movie, movies. uh, the Sub Freeze, the Sub Zero movie, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, that specific episode, and it was Heart of Ice. They like bring his character in for the first time and kind of introduce like that his little tragic Nora. backstory. And he made the little like thing with her spinning out of the clock. Yeah, yeah. Cute. I think they make some allusion to that in this movie because he's sitting in the prison and he has some little thing to yeah. So I think that that was like to me. I think that was like a clear little reference. You can be yeah, but I mean, they made like that. they made Barbara like Alfred's niece. Yeah, um, they made Commissioner Gordon look like a four star. I think he was like a four star general or something. <laughs> which, right? It's very weird. It was just yeah, it was weird. Those are just yeah. those Batman. He's I thought he's he played Commissioner Gordon in a couple of the movies though. And yeah. I, and I guess I guess Uma Thurman was going for like a. Like a '60s Catwoman vibe with her whole act. I don't know. She's yeah. like Julie Newmar, '60s Catwoman. She was like, ah, like that's like that's Catwoman. That's not Poison Ivy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you really like it? I want like uh, to say I don't like it, but Poison Ivy felt like one of the only characters who belonged in this movie. I don't know how to explain it. You know, like she, like the movie is like absurd, and she played her, she played it up a lot. They played absurdly, yeah. But like, but she also didn't. 
she kind of still kind of fit into the movie. I, I don't know. Like Mr. Freeze, he was also absurd, but with all his like ridiculous one-liners, I felt like he was kind of popping out of the movie. I, you know, I feel like and then, he and then, like Batman and Robin are to be playing the star. It too straight for this movie almost. They're like really serious, They're, like having yeah. weird arguments, but the movie isn't that. So it's like the Poison Ivy for whatever reason for me she kind of slips into the movie a bit better. I don't like how she fits into the, I don't like the movie and her with it, but she fits into it better. <laughs> she fits into it better. <laughs> like I can like I can see her in this in this world and I can't see the others as easily. Yeah. Um and what did you think of uh, Alicia Silverstone as 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 Batgirl, Barbara? I don't think she's good. I don't her and Robin are like so wooden when they act. They just kinda like deliver their lines. I mean, I think that, that's yeah. like almost everyone is just kind of saying their lines. I don't really feel like there's any, I don't know, emotion behind them. Yeah. She was Alfred like nominated for like fine. worst acting. Like, super old in this one, though. Yeah. Alfred was good. I thought the Alfred Bruce scenes are good. Yeah. Like with him flashing back as a kid, like that, something I would have kept. But Yeah, that's something that they should have. I don't know if they had more like conversation or yeah something, but again it was kind of just like I, I I didn't like how like the writing was just so bad so it'd just be like oh yeah am I really that stubborn yeah you are stubborn it's because your parents died and you wanted to control death and life <laughs> and like, oh okay just spell it out why don't you like that's the kind of thing that you have like a little more of a nuanced conversation you go like a little back and forth and maybe yeah like, you don't just come right out with like, it. Maybe Bruce tries to deny it and is like, I'm not controlling. And maybe he has to like go and think about it and realize, but it's just like, oh yeah, it's this because of this. He's like, oh, okay. And then scene's over. And that's how they explain most of like the emotional scenes. (laughs) Oh, I'm sad. Okay. Uh, Nice. Yeah, I do want to give a a mention to two... cameos in the movie that surprised me that I didn't remember. Um, Jesse, former governor Jesse Ventura and WWF superstar Jesse Ventura was um, a prison guard at Arkham Asylum. One of the guards that she killed. And uh, Coolio made an appearance as as the banker when they were doing the bike races when Alicia Silverstone was sneaking out. Wow. Rest in peace, Coolio. <laughs> yeah. Man, everything. Uh, so yeah, like, so I think about the bikers, and yeah, it's like, I guess we go back to the design of the place, because yeah, it is, it feels a lot. I, I was thinking about like the warriors, you know, how there's like all these different like groups of people who are just, I don't know, existing, everyone's like fine with it. Like, they all have their like thing going on. Oh, this is the biker gang. They're all just have biker themed stuff, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah. There was a couple people, I don't remember where, like, but they're oh, there's like the the gang that Poison Ivy kicks out. They're I don't know what their theme is, but they have like glow in the they dark. They were like chains. black light, black light neon gang. Yeah, yeah. And they were like in a room that was boarded up. I don't know how they got in and out of that room, but the the back door uh, I guess the back, I here's the back door just, just yeah. don't think about it yeah Why did she uh, that, room? that also doesn't make sense she needed a headquarters so yes 
I think at this point in Gotham, if you just like the police, you should just go to every abandoned warehouse and and toy factory and ice cream factory because there's somebody hiding there. Yeah. It just seems to be a. Uh, let's talk about uh, according yeah, to Wikipedia. They a new ordinance that if it's, if a building's abandoned for more than a year, just tear it down. Just tear it down. To keep the villains from the hiding out. Move in, in like yeah. a week. Uh, so the golden raspberry like a subplot. Imagine a subplot where like the the Joker is trying to fight like the new the board of uh, the city. Like, oh no, I've been I've been <laughs> occupying this. It's not abandoned, and they're like the bulldozers are there to like tear it down. That seems like a Harley Quinn plot. Um, yeah. So Golden Raspberry Awards, Alicia Silverstone did win for worst supporting actress, and um, yeah, she's she's pretty Uma bad. Thurman was nominated, so she beat she beat her co-star Uma Thurman for worst worst actress, and um, and it won the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, which I've never heard of, for Man. worst picture, worst screenplay, worst director, worst supporting actress. At least yeah, it's just, again. Yeah, it's just all around terrible. I mean, for, for example, and there's some like so many like weird decisions. Like, I think there's like I, I made a note for like when Poison Ivy is like coming back to life for the for the first time, and she's it's like this really weird scene. And it's like it's it, a lot of it feels almost like a musical number without the music. Because like people, <laughs> her like, rising up from the ground. Yeah, and like everyone's moving like choreographed, and she's like kind of moving around, and then. I don't know. It looked like a weird experimental like art scene, you know. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so many weird things going on, and it's like, what was anyone thinking? <laughs> like, but you loved every moment of it, right? I was confused. So I'm trying to think of like while I was watching it, because like I do like weird things. I like unique things. I like kind of campy things, but this somehow it wasn't any of those things. It was just weird and uncomfortable (laughs) and i think at the time we weren't expecting camp like going into the theater we were expecting a serious movie i believe um and i think that's what turned a lot of people off um yeah but like if that was the case then it was about expectations and going back now to look at it it would be like you know, like the the regard people have for it would be a little higher because they'd be like, "Oh, well, you know, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't correct for the time, but looking at it now, it now I understand bad. what they were going for." But I I, I don't I still don't yeah yeah don't it's just very very strange. I, I think the problem is like we said, like too many too many different scenes that are just jumping around. You can't really like connect to any of the characters. So when they say like ridiculous yeah. things. Like when Mr. Freeze is like saying nonsense things while he looks at his dead wife and is like upset, it's like how how am I supposed to feel emotionally yeah. connected to him? Yeah. And there was just too many dumb moments through the movie, like the ice skates on the bottom of the bad boots. Yeah. Um, the That's Batman also, like, many... American Express card. Like come yeah. on. Yeah, come on. Oh god, the famous card, the bat card, like, oh man. But it's like, and the rubber also... the rubber lips. Yeah, I was also remembering it's like it's not just the the scene itself. It's like how they move in them. Like, like when they're jumping across, it's like clearly they're they're like so obviously on wires because they're so stiff as they move. You know, everyone's so yeah. stiff like the action movements, and I think that's what also like takes it out of like the 
like if it was like fluid and, it, and like they felt like they were actually doing stuff, then maybe the camp would fit a little better, but it just feels, everything feels so fake. I mean, because it, it is, you know, and it's very obvious. Well, I'm, I hope that Warner Brothers learned from this. I don't really think they did, but um, <laughs> maybe they I... did. I don't know. They learned not to just do this stuff anymore. All right, so yeah, that was it. Uh, that's all I had to mention on this on this movie. I did I did want to rewatch it, just like you said. Maybe I would be like, oh, I see something. I see what they were going for. Yeah, but I did. You know, yeah, I was like, I started watching the movie, and I was kind of like, okay, okay, uh, okay, what? Hmm, I don't know. And then it just never really picked up from there. Yeah, and everyone acts so like ridiculous it's like they're ridiculous but also serious at times and it's like a little it's like totally very confusing and i can't imagine how i sat through this in the theater i just don't even know how i did it i must have just been hopped up on sugar or something i don't know desperate for a movie maybe it was in the summer and it was hot outside and i just wanted air conditioning like who knows yeah that's Uh, that's very possible yeah, but yeah. I don't, at this point, like, I would never go to a movie theater to see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to mention on this classic film before we wrap this up? No. It's, no. I would not recommend seeing it, even even if you have some kind of interest in, if you even if you love Batman or you like we said you have some interest in camp, it's it's really not worth seeing. Nice. It really yeah, that's true. Anything. Oh, but there was, there was something, but the very, very, the very, very, very end when Bruce is talking to, or Batman's talking to Mr. Freeze, that's a, that's actually a decent scene. Yeah, like, you can see he had his heart in the right place. He wanted to yeah, clear his way. and, like, the, they really, that's one of the things I like about Batman is, like, humanity, how he, like, cares for everyone. And that's, like, one of, that's basically the only time in the movie it really, like, comes out, you know? Like, as Batman, oh, we can yeah. come on, Mr. Freeze. We can, you can still be like the good man you were, that kind of thing. And it, yeah, it makes me really think of the, the animated series, which is so much better, <laughs> so much better than this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, so we're gonna attempt to do a Christmas movie next time. We're gonna do yeah. uh, a miracle on 34th Street. Uh, have you seen it before? Nope. All right, so this is gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's your favorite, All right. right? I, it's one of my favorites. Yes, right. one of my favorites. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time for Charlie. I'm Control. Thanks for listening, watching the Rewind Podcast by Finity Shane. See you next time. Bye. All right. See you.